Pickaxe. All right, let's get ready and go around the table here. And uh, uh, it's been about two months. So uh, I'm Jason. I'm the DM going around the table. We got Brian. Hey, guys. It's Brian. I play Rikus, the Mole Rune Priest. And James. Hi, this is James. I play Dagon, the Eladrin Scion. And Alana. Hi, I'm Alana, and I am an elf named Braneth. And Danielle. Hi, I'm Danielle. I play Trixie, the Drow Rogue. I'm a rogue now, right? <laughs> you are a rogue. Uh, and Tyson. Hey, I'm Tyson. I play Galford, the Gnome Warlock. I just want to apologize in advance if I cough at all on this one. I still have some sort of respiratory virus thing. So we'll, we'll work that into the story somehow. <laughs> and Galford has AIDS. Yeah. Respiratory AIDS, though. Respiratory <laughs> It's, I only have AIDS in one of the lobes of my lungs. <laughs> not full-blown or nothing. It's not no, like... just lung AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we should probably recap a bit, huh? Because it's been quite a while, and, and someone at home might be forgiven for forgetting exactly where you guys left off. Um, you guys were racing back through House Darkspain looking for a cure for Tala. That unfortunately didn't work as you ended up facing off against Doug and later on against uh, Archmage Thermak himself looking for a cure. He he denied that there was one. Uh, you guys ended up having it out against him and Laura uh, in the same room you encountered the, the large white dragon from before. Uh, the dragon was tied down. Um, he cut uh, 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 several little symbols uh, across its neck and... and uh, gain some power from that, him being a blood mage and all. So, um, you guys in the ensuing battle ended up cutting the dragon free. Uh, it burst forth from its chains and bit Thermak in half. Uh, the other notable thing about that fight were that there were about half a dozen uh, Warforged uh, there too. So, you guys had uh, a bunch of stuff you had to kill. So, right now what we're going to do is you guys are picking right up where you left off, which means that there is a huge, hurt, scared dragon in the room with you guys. Now, the last time you squared off against this thing, it chased you clean out of town, basically. <laughs> right into the sewer. Uh, yes. Um, so this thing is kind of backed up against the wall. And it's, it's, it's bit there, Mac, in half. He's just ash. Nothing left of him. But the thing is still just reflexive just kind of in in the in the corner kind of eyeballing you all just jerky movements real real it's very much an animal backed into a corner and hurt so i'm going to ask you guys what would you like to do um i'm going to suggest run i'm i'm backing up i'm backing up right now um hang on okay um does anyone have anything shiny you I mean, feeling? I have no hair, so my head might do it. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, um, I'm trying to think of like a shiny, like amulet or a crystal or like a silver coin or something. Um, dragons like shiny things, like they like valuable things. Um, like your flesh. Ooh, I'm well, yes, and also I'm very tasty. Um, is she come? Is she coming after us? Is there a check we can do to see if she's? You know, ready to to bite us or or well, she's like one of you could roll a nature check. Yeah, who's got okay. good nature? I've I've got a plus seven. I got a plus five. 
I'm a plus ten. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Um. Oh, that's right, elf. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> All right. Twenty-two. Um, uh, you're 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 reading the movements here. It's very much. It's she's not on the attack. It's defense. Okay. It's plain. Just it. Just hurt. Scared. Um. Uh. You you get the distinct feeling that because you kind of broke in and freed her, that you've bought yourself some time. It's not. She's not attacking you now. If you were anyone but the people who broke in and attacked her captors and freed her you you'd be dead by now <laughs> you like but it's it's it she's not stomping around the room or anything it's it's backed clean up against a wall okay i'm backing i'm backing up and yelling you know everybody back up slowly don't make a lot of eye contact elf you wanted to help now's your chance to help try and heal it i don't know while the rest of us back up slowly <laughs> i'm now to I heal it, that's going to require contact. Uh, okay. <laughs> you guys, you guys got to back up. You guys got to get ready to run because if someone's going to get eaten, it's better just one of us rather than all of us. Um, okay, I'm going to approach. Okay, um, so everyone wait. else is kind of shuffling back a few paces. I don't want to move back. You don't want to move I, back. I, I, no. I, I don't want to move back either. Can I scoot next to Brandis so I'm closer to her, just in case something happens? Okay. Let me tell you right now, Valis isn't going to back up either. <clears throat> so the only risk you run with that is it looks like three or four of you are moving in closer to this thing. I don't think that's a good idea, you guys. Okay, then I'll just stand still. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't. It might sound silly, and I don't even know if it'll do anything, but uh, I, I think Rikis is going to kind of bow down towards the dragon, kind of trying to, to attempt to show it some respect, obviously because of the size of it. You guys you guys got to back up and look at the floor. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> the last person that approached it cut into its neck, so we need to not outnumber it. <laughs> back up, and so Galf- Galford's sort of calling over to Baranith saying, you know, you wanted to quell its suffering, quell its suffering, just do it slowly. Okay, alright. Um, Valis is going to move towards it with its sword, with his sword drawn. I'm turning to Valis and uh, you got to put that away. Like, you're, yeah, yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to take her out with that sword. Um, and if she thinks we're coming after her, she's, she's just going to attack you. So he's just kind of pinballing, like, looking between you and that thing, and just... You have to trust me on this. I'm calling over to Rikas. Rikas, if it attacks, we run, lure it out the front door, just like we did last time. I'll nod. Um, Phallus is going to sheathe his sword and, and just kind of relax a bit. Okay, um... Ah... <sighs> Okay, I'm I'm moving closer. Um, I'm looking down, and I'm moving closer really slowly. Uh, uh, this thing is going to crouch down as soon as you do it, uh, much like an animal that's getting ready to pounce. Just just kind of, but it doesn't move beyond that. Like you're 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 right up next to it. I'm guessing that's where you're trying to get to. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And oh God, please don't eat me. <laughs> is it wiggling its butt like a cat? <laughs> if it is, you're fucking dead. 
I have catnip in my pockets, but... The other thing... Okay. <clears throat> this thing's way bigger. See, dragons age very slowly. And one of the big shockers is this thing is way bigger than when you left it. This thing... I mean, this is... This this takes up a good portion of this room. I mean, and this is a big room that you're in. Kind of a hall, almost. And this thing is a large portion of it. Like, it barely squeezed out the doors before. It would just clean rip a hole straight through this building if it, yeah. if it were to try to escape. Um, so yeah, that a, a tail smack from this thing alone would be enough to just catapult you against a wall somewhere. You'd be an indent. Like it's, okay. it's yeah. Um, okay. Can I use now if, why should you do a heal check on it? I yeah. know. Like I don't understand. Do a heal check or do I use one of my powers like healing powers? Well, this would be a heal check. You're outside of combat. So, okay. So my, um, What's my healing? Where's my healing? Plus <laughs> okay. A dragon cool. healing surge is just eating you. It's like, and it gets to use a surge, and it eats you, <laughs> oh, and it gains 50 hit points. <laughs> it was nice playing with all of you. Um, it's been great. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so I rolled a heal check of 27. Uh, 27 is fantastic. You basically couldn't have healed that. Che- I mean, you couldn't have failed it. Like, you're... That's what you do. You heal. Yeah. So... Um, uh, this thing is firstly, obviously no longer chained and, uh, the, the cuts in its skin vanish. Uh, the blood's still there, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the cuts are gone and, uh, when you lay your hands on it to heal it, uh, you feel this weird connection to it. Uh, and you can almost hear a voice. Whose voice um, am I hearing? Sean Connery. Uh, <laughs> I am the last one. Um, we're not doing that. I never saw that movie. That's the only line of that movie I know. <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, we're totally not doing that. Uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a female voice, but it it, it sounds kind of monotone and faint. Um, do I understand this voice? Um, you do, actually. It's, it's, it's not, shockingly, it's not, it it doesn't sound draconic to you. It's not, um, dragons speak, so let me give you guys a uh, a background on dragons. Someone want to roll a history check just to, uh, just to see what you guys would know about dragons. Mm Mm-hmm. I apparently well you wrote a nature stroke. check that'll do it actually yeah. we're cool okay so <clears throat> uh, on the site I wrote an article a little while back about uh, uh, living in Theria for dragons um, uh, there are four types of dragons in Theria there's black white red and blue so you guys have uh, you know the, the white ones are the largest of the dragons in Theria um all dragons pretty much share one thing in common in that they all speak draconic, and if they were to speak to uh, fleshy people, it, the the bass from their voice would rattle their bones apart. Like, it's it's so powerful that you can't... Kind of think um, Skyrim Dragon Shouts, something like that. It's just too much. So they, they're not audible around anyone except Dragonborn. They're the only people that can speak to them in their native tongue that, that they could understand that they can have any kind of dialogue with. 
other than other dragons, of course. So, um... Did my head just explode? No. Oh. No, 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 no. You're, you're still very much uh, alive, but the faint voice that was in your head has just become booming. There's some sort of mental connection you have with this, this dragon. Hmm. Um, after you... So, okay, it's healed. Do you want to stop touching it now? Um, is she still ready to pounce on me? No, no, she's she's relaxed quite a bit, actually. Like, you, she's getting the impression that you don't mean her any harm, and quite the opposite. You guys have freed her and, uh, okay. and healed her, so... Okay, um... Well, I don't speak draconically. I don't know if she's going to understand me. Um... Oh, it's I'll calm. try. I'll try talking to her. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I scared you. Um, are you okay? Are you still touching her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, she's got this kind of monotone voice. Uh, and you're not sure if that would be her natural speaking voice or just this is just like a mental link type of thing. Yeah. Because, again, if she were to speak out loud, the whole fucking party would be dead. <laughs> it's right. At this close of range, anyway. Um, uh, she's she's going to ask the little one, what is his name? Oh, my. Um, and I'm going to... Okay, so looking over at Galford, um, uh, the gnome? Is that who you mean? Yes, the gnome. And she kind of, like, snaps her her head towards Galford. Okay, um, that's Galford. Uh, he's a friend. I'm waving my hand under my chin, like, eh, no, that's enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, the dragon looks over at Galford, and Galford shits his pants. What flavor is he? <laughs> <laughs> Are there dipping sauces? <laughs> The thing is, you can't hear the dragon's yeah. end of the conversation, so it's just, it's like, you just see this this thing's huge head snap. Like, oh. I remember him. From before, I I remember chasing them throughout the city. Oh, damn it. Oh, um. Yeah, um, I think, I think you've met before. Why did he free me? Um. Uh, we came in here. We came in here to free you. Um, you were hurting. You were hurting and we wanted that to stop. Would you thank him for me? Uh, I'm going to look over at Galford. Um, she says thank you for, for unlocking her chains. You're most welcome. I thank you for... Removing the blood mage from this room entirely. Um, uh, the dragon's just gonna look back at Baraneth. Like she. Uh, <laughs> um, he says you're welcome, and um, and he thanks you in turn. Uh, you you've done us a great favor um, by ridding us of that of that blood mage. Um. He would have he would have hurt us all. He was an evil man. I'm I'm glad to be rid of him myself. 
Um, what's your name? They call me Amara. I was named by a small band of elves when I was young. That is a very fitting name. Do you know what your name means? I... And just she just kind of trails off, like, no, this, no. Um, your name uh, is Elvin for Beautiful Beast. You, um, you've been blessed with a very gracious and very, uh, very fitting name. A small band of elves raised me, but this group of mages bought me when I was younger. I think I was purchased. I'm not really sure now. How long have you been here? I'm not sure. Have they been hurting you all this time? Like, have you been locked up all this time? I have remained in the house. I was chained up after my return to the house. I was loose in the city for three days. How did they get you back in here? It took several of them to corral me. Um, I was promised that I would be given a larger space to live, and instead, once, once I was brought back inside, I was put in chains. Um, are, are you communicating with it? it? It could be dangerous to communicate with it. Ask it about the gold dragon. Ask it about the gold dragon so we can leave it be. Um, yeah, to answer your question, we're, we're talking right now. Um, what does it want? Does it want freedom? We can certainly move on. There's not much else in this room for us. Um, she's just telling me about her life here. Um... And she's just kind of snapping, like, she just, like, her, like, just picture this giant head on, <laughs> like, that large neck, just kind of snapping back and forth, just, you can kind of feel the breeze from it as she turns her head back and forth. Um, Amara, we don't mean you any kind of harm. Do you intend to harm us? No, I have no reason to. Okay, alright. Um... Good, good. Um, I'd like us. I'd like you to consider us friends. I I owe you all a debt for freeing me. I would really like to be able to let you out of this house. Um, how did they get you in here? Like, I um, don't I don't see a doorway large enough that you could pass through. I was teleported in the second time. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I imagine you'd like to get out of here. I imagine you're hungry. They they would feed me once a day. What do they feed you? Just livestock. Okay. Um. Is it saying it's hungry? Did you just ask it if it's hungry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask it if it's hungry. Galford, she's not going to eat you. Galford. Well, she's going to eat something. Let's she's Galford. not going to eat. Galford, trust her. Because I do. Um, the dragon just kind of looks at Galford, much like a dog would when it doesn't... Like, it's not understanding what you're saying because it's kind of tilting its head. <laughs> Amara, Galford is afraid that you're going to eat one of us. And I've assured everyone that you're not going to eat us. Please instruct him that even if I were hungry, he would not slake any thirst. Um, 
Galford, she says, you are her favorite flavor, but as a personal favor to me, she's not going to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Galford, um, I'm just kidding. She's not going to eat you. I'm not afraid of this thing. I'm extremely surprised that we're standing here right now communicating with a white dragon. This once again confirms that this ragtag group that we have... uh, we are just being hurtled into something that, you know, even I can't see what's going to happen to us next. But you're the one that's conversing with it, so I don't know if you want to get it something to eat to open the door. I mean, the front oh, of this building may be on fire. I'm sure there may be more minions of House Darkspain that we probably need to have a conversation with or at least kill. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. I mean, I hate to admit it, Elf, but this is your call. Um, Amara, um, things are going to be different in this house from now on. Um, and you're no longer a prisoner here, and you're no longer going to be, um, abused and, and cut. Um, but you've always got a home here. If you need a family, um, you can you can absolutely stay here, but um, but you're but you're not a prisoner here anymore. If I wouldn't be a burden, I would rather like to stay. I would be very very happy to have you stay. Um, Although it would be nice to stretch my wings and fly, I don't see a way of doing that without collapsing the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, um. Does anybody here have teleporting powers? I... <laughs> well... Does anyone here know how to build a really big door? <laughs> <laughs> Carpentry would probably be easier than teleporting. Teleporting yeah. is... Can't that's... we just have, like, Rika start smashing out walls and... I was gonna up? say, I, I feel like with this house... Uh, and I'm looking at... We don't care about this just, house. Well, I was gonna say, just... What, depending on what we're going to do, if we make this a permanent home where we can store stuff, I feel like construction might be in order for, and, and reconstruction might be in order for uh, uh, our new friend. Well, and, uh, well, I think this would be a huge advantage. Like, if this were the base of operations from here on in, at least we've got a roof over our heads. And I mean, there's there's got to be, um, you know, like spells and potions and weapons and whatnot here that we could that would be useful to us. Are you saying that in character? Yeah. Okay. I absolutely agree that there are things in this house that are going to be useful for us, and we need to have a conversation about how we've ended up in this position. And you said this dragon wants to to stretch its wings. I mean, let's just find the area of the room that is the least structurally sound, and she can certainly make herself a window. And... I don't think we can deal with her needs at this moment. But if she wants to come back, she'll come back of her own accord. Uh, meanwhile, we've got a fire. We've got more members of House Darkspain. And we've got two other houses in the city of Brightport. We're probably going to want to know what happened tonight. Okay, well... Okay, so we have we have things that we got to deal with. we got to clear this house. we got to put out the fire at the front door. Um, and we need to... we need to create a door so that Amara can can come and go. I have an idea. 
Um, this is a white dragon. It has freezing breath that we don't want to be anywhere near. So uh, if she wants to stretch her wings, why don't you let her open up a door for herself? And conveniently, while she goes for uh, you know goes for a little trip and has lunch and flies away far from us, she could blow the fire out at the front door, and then we can get back to looting. Let me let me let me fill you in on something just just a just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. One, you just took out one of the three houses of Brightport. That's monumental. That's mm-hmm. never happened, and there's going to be this huge power vacuum as a result. Two, the last time this thing was free in the city, it wrecked a lot. Um, and it's bigger than it was the last time that it was out. So if this thing smashes out a side of the house and just starts, hey, what, it just wanders out, like, that's a big deal. There's going to be some widespread panic. Um, Is there any way we can convince it to, like, if it's going to break out, it's like, wet it out, but tell it to not go near the city? You're in the city. Well, yeah. look, I'll, I'll look over at Galford as he suggests about having uh, our new friend fly out the window and just say, right now, the key thing that we need to do is make sure that we have everything in order. Uh, we need to go through the house real quick and make sure uh, there aren't any more people around here. But the key thing is we have to make sure each one of our movements is careful and calculated because at this point, after after the events that just happened, we have a lot on our plate and we have a lot of things that are really going to be uh, uh, going against us. So we need to make sure that we have everything in order. I, I think personally we need to make sure that uh, – uh, do we know – like do we that haven't been communicating know her name, the dragon's name yet? Because I don't want to end up saying that in character and have it like. Well, I believe Brand said it out loud. Okay. Well, um, we need to make sure that our our new friend. I'm just going to refer to it as a new friend. Our new friend here is uh, comfortable enough uh, while we sort out the house and and discuss uh, arrangements with the other houses. And then I feel like uh, once we discuss with them and give them the situation, uh, it will be a lot safer and a lot easier to let her run free. Like, what she wants is to, to have a home here. But, I mean, she needs to be able to exit the house and come back um, so that she can go feed herself. Like, Well, we can acquire livestock in the city, so you seem to have the connection with the dragon. Ask it if, if it would be willing to wait in this room while we take care of some more pressing matters and I'm sure we can bring it back some some livestock or morsels later in the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, so back to Amara. Amara, we've got a bit of trouble that we have to deal with right now. Um, there's fire upstairs at the front of the house um, and we need to make sure this place is secure. Are you okay to wait here a while while we take care of that? Um I do. I do want to to create a door for you. I want you to be able to come and go as you as you need to. Um, I'll, I'll be fine. Okay. I just don't want you thinking I'm abandoning you. Am uh, I to understand you are going to be living here now? Yeah. What do you think, you guys? I think it would be a good base of operation. I mean, we don't want to move out of the place that we just took over since this has never happened before. Yeah. Well, we we haven't taken this place over yet. I mean, there could be other members of House Darkspain in the house. Uh, we don't know what, what Silverclaw and Hammerhand know. They have eyes everywhere in this city. So we really need to start cleaning up our mess 
before we're going to start talking about the next steps. Yeah. Elf, you said she's, is she willing to remain here while we deal with some of this? Yeah, she's okay. She's okay to sit tight for a little while. Um, Amara, I think we're going to be keep spending a lot of time here, but we have to make sure the house is secure first. Um, so we'll be coming back to you. Um, in the meantime, I'll let you rest. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Oh my gosh. There's one more thing. Mm. Since there's no more Thermac, you should keep his clutch of items. What items are those? Whoa, items? What did she say? (laughs) (laughs) Ask her about the gold dragon. Ask her about the gold dragon. We're going to need that in about three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She motions her head to um, the far uh, right-hand side of the room. There's there's a hidden panel on that side of the room, and she just kind of, like, snaps her head and motions towards it. Oh. Like... Over here? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. Oh, okay. So, uh, for those of you who can't see it, it's it's in the corner of the room. So, if one of you guys wants to roll up and... Uh, I'm going to stay with her. Well, I mean, she basically told you where it was. Okay. So, so we'll, um... That's what I'm looking at. So, yeah. Um, and uh, touching... There's this kind of loose stone, and you push in on it, and this large portion of stone wall slides over, and you're gazing into this well-lit trophy room. Oh my! With these gorgeous, like glass, uh, these glass display cases for, for several, uh, just wondrous-looking items. Um, the most notable of which is this golden statuette of a dragon uh, sitting in the center of the room under glass. Um, would you guys like to explore what else is in that room? Oh, yes, very much so. Now, should we do a dungeoneering check on this room just to make sure that... Yeah, no, that was, my exact, that was the exact thing, because I was like, I feel like there might be some security system in place. Anybody I see think- any eyeballs? Are there any eyeballs? <laughs> I mean, she's a big, bad, white security system. Yeah, she kind of is the security system, but I think I think um, it'd be prudent of us to do a check. Who's got some? I've got plus eight. Plus engineering, ten. Yeah, mm. there you go. Fifteen. You don't you don't see anything amiss in the room. You don't see uh, where there'd be any traps. All right. Um. All right. Uh, let's have a closer look. So strolling about this room. You're going to find uh, a set of uh, armbands, uh, like bracers type of thing, which uh, look to be for for someone bulky. Um, you're going to see this um, this this small um, polished volcanic rock. Uh, it's in the shape of a uh, a horse. Looks like uh, like a stallion rearing up. Hmm. Uh, it's just this tiny little. Um, it looks like it could be worn like on a necklace, something like that. Like uh, it, just this tiny little like figurine. Um, you also see a uh, a chessboard that's already set up in the corner of the room with uh, two chairs on opposite sides, hmm. which is made of this gorgeous polished marble, um, with uh, half the pieces being red and the other half uh, being white. 
uh, walk throughout the room, you're going to find um, uh, a set of uh, a set of dice, two uh, d10s to be specific. Huh. Um, but there are only two symbols on the dice. Um, it's divided half and half on each of the dice. Um, there's a raven's head on one, and a raven's talon on the other. So you have a 50-50 chance of rolling either one. Now, there's a brief, like a placard, uh, next to each item. So if you want any more information on each item, just let me know and I'll break it down for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so you want me to start from the beginning? Like, yeah. Sort of, yep. <laughs> um, Actually, one question before we get started. The chess, sure. the chess board, is there a game in progress or are they just lined up on the board? It's just set up for a game. Okay. It's, yeah. It's not an impending move? All right. Nope. Uh, the armbands of power... Uh, that would be the first item. Um, whoever wears these gets a plus two bonus to melee damage rolls. Mm. Oh uh, the obsidian steed. Um, this is a fun little item. This is a conjurable horse. This is a this is like your battle cat to He Man. This is something that uh, you can wear this around your neck, and it it kind of. Um, it kind of bonds to a wearer. So until that wearer is dead or, or something horrible happens to it, that, that, that is their horse, ostensibly. So that is something that they can summon at, at a moment's notice and ride off. Huh. Um, the horse can even fight in battle with you. Wow. Yeah. That's badass. It's still a horse. Like, it's very... It's still subject to damage and, and, and yeah, it's not wearing armor or whatever. It's a horse. So, um... The chessboard has no explanation. Huh. It's just a chessboard. <clears throat> uh, the dice are are really cool. So once a day, as long as you're not in combat, you can roll these. You can ask these dice. Think of it as a magic eight ball. So you can ask these dice a question, and roll the die, and um, it will give you a a breakdown. Like ask it if okay. Um, we're thinking about doing this, Magic Dice. Um, do you think that'll be beneficial to us in the long run? Or blah, And it'll tell you um, if it comes up with, like, two raven heads, then yeah, go ahead. It's going to be, it, I mean, in the long run, it's going to be great. You'll get a you'll get a guess as to how that action's going to turn out. Huh. If it comes up one and one, then it's like, I don't know, it's fuzzy. And if it comes up two talents, like, you're plunging into certain death, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, so it's a handy little thing. Hmm. Um... In the left-hand corner of the room is a piece of parchment paper um, rolled up like a map. And what it is, is a rewritable map that charts a five-mile area around you, wherever you are. Wow. It's theory and GPS. Basically, yes. It only shows you what's on the surface. It doesn't show you... um, uh, the underground or, or whatever. It shows you whatever would be on a normal map on the surface. So it doesn't tell you crazy detail, but it'll tell you what, basically what Artharian overworld map looks like. Wow. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the last item in the room, besides the gold dragon, of course, <clears throat> is this, um, what looks to be like a Viking horn, something like that. And what it is, is, is a horn that you can sound all creatures within one mile will hear this thing. And any one of the party that hears it knows exactly where the sound came from and what condition the person was in when they sounded it. 
Mmm, that's valuable. That's pretty interesting. Because that's valuable if we ever decide to, you know, be stupid people and split the party again. Uh, it happens. Yeah. Oh, no. It's happened with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, split you know, the, the horn goes off. Ways. It's like, Rikus is three miles away getting a massage. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's actually just a Facebook status update. You just get it to your ears. Yeah. He's kind of drunk. <laughs> Oh, happy ending. Okay, putting away the horn. Yeah. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. So um, I'm, I'm running. I'm kind of walking around in this room like supermarket sweeps, kind of looking at everything. Uh, can I do a history check on the chessboard? Uh, you sure can. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, you you vaguely remember stories about a chessboard. Um, something about it, winning winning a game against. Uh, the protector of the board grants some boons, something. You can't quite remember what, like any of the, 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 the crystal details, but you remember something about it being important. I'm going to relay this to the party. Now, do you want to touch the board in any way or, or, or um, move I'm, towards it? Or I'm going straight for the gold dragon, basically. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to put my hand on it and then not quite pick it up. I'm going to turn around to Baranith and just say, you want to ask the dragon if she has any attachment to any of these items before we loot Thermax's estate? Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go talk to her. Um, Amara, we've, um, we found some items that could be really, really useful to us. Um, and we'd like to take them. Um, you're touching her? Yeah. Okay. I have no connection to that man. You can have any of his possessions. Okay. Um, is there anything in this room that you are protective of? Uh, uh, she's going to glance around the room. No. Okay. All Just right. kind of flatly, no. Okay. Um, you guys, she's okay with us taking what we want. Um, yeah, she's not interested in anything that's in here. That's excellent. I'm going to pick up the gold dragon. All right. <laughs> so for the second time... <laughs> You guys are in possession of this golden dragon statuette. Which means that legally, you not only own House Darkspain, but 33% of the trade control decisions in Brightport. Oh boy. When you say we. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Uh, I'm just being a shit. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) I would expect nothing less. Yeah. That's our Galford. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, someone who wants to roll a perception uh, perception check for me. Uh, I think that's Dagon's speciality. I, I have a twelve. Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um, you hear a set of footsteps coming down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they sound not like they're rushed, but two things distinctly. Uh, you're picking up is one it sounds like someone is is it's it's a very deliberate stride which means they're not really phased by all of the bodies that they're they they must be walking past to get down the hallway and two it sounds like they're wearing dress shoes uh um, <laughs> who wants to guess who toward- that is Regis is gonna turn towards the door and not like get in a full guard position but he's definitely gonna have his hand on uh, on the grip of his hammer just Galford. protectively Galford yes. you've got the dragon 
like I do. You, you hold on to that and you keep that out of sight. Um, Valis, now if you want to take your sword out, now's a good time. Oh, take- finally. And he, he just grabs the... It's, you can tell he's standing there the entire time, very uneasy about having no weapon, because he's not yeah. hearing any of the conversation with the dragon. Um, so if this thing were to attack, he's standing there with no sword out, like an idiot. Yeah. Like, that's how he's looking at it. So he's going to unsheathe the sword again. Uh, and it, it takes a while. This is a long hallway, so it's one of those echoey... Uh, there's no carpet in here. <laughs> you get the sense there's a lot of blood spills, so uh, carpet would be a poor decision. Um, it takes a while for these 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 footsteps to uh, to get to a point where you think someone's rounding a corner. But finally, um, this uh, older, olive-skinned-looking man is going to walk through the door, and he's not. It. You would think that. Uh, a person in his position would be a bit more shocked or uh, scared, maybe? Uh, because for all intents and purposes, to these guys, you are burglars who are breaking and entering. Mm. Um, the, he's just... It looks like he's mentally taking stock of how much damage has been done. And he doesn't even walk into the room making eye contact. He's more walking, like, surveying. Like, walking into the room, just, like, looking up at, yeah, it's like, uh, okay, uh, all right. Just, just kind of, like, you hear him just kind of make noises like that the entire time. And then he kind of pans around and sees you guys standing there and the dragon loose. Huh. Um, is the gold dragon, okay, so the gold dragon's missing, obviously. It's uh, in my, in my pack, I guess. Right, is, but it it's not on the pedestal anymore. Right. Correct. Yep. Still missing. Okay. Well, this is a mess. May I ask who you are? Um, I'll volunteer my name after he volunteers his. So you're just going to stand there and you're, you're telling him that or you're just kind of, you're all just kind of standing there? Um. First of all, this guy is dressed in, uh, like a decent suit. No armor, no nothing. The guy is kind of dressy. Um doesn't look like he's here to fight. I'll, I'll chat with him. Um, welcome to House Darkspain, friends. Uh, what brings you to these illustrious halls besides the the mess that you pointed out? Would you tell us your reason for being here? And, and we'll certainly share with you what ours is. I live here. I'm the steward of House Darkspain. I should be welcoming you. I'm guessing you have the gold dragon. That's an excellent guess. Who do you serve? Do you know anything about the politics of Brightport? I know a lot about the politics of Brightport. (laughs) Then you should know who the steward is. You want to do a history roll? Sure. Seven. (laughs) Seven. (laughs) Looks like I'm bluffing this one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Steward is the man that washes the windows. You you can... That's (laughs) a door. <laughs> um yeah that didn't you didn't uh you didn't glean much from that. You can barely spell steward. Uh Yeah, so you're not getting much from that. Um it you know that the steward is a position uh that each house has. That's all you know. You have no idea what they do, what they're what you have no idea. 
Um, you do know that this guy's tied to House Darksbane. That's that's all you know. I'm familiar he, with the title, but uh, I have never been involved with the inner dealings of the houses directly. So as we get our introductions over with, why don't you tell us a little bit about your responsibility in the house? And I'm not going to pull up the gold dragon yet. Well, you're about to get acquainted with the inner workings of a house. Because looking around, I'm going to guess that Thermak is dead. And he's kind of uh, pointing to <laughs> Laura's corpse in the middle of the room. And the fact that the dragon's free and and the ashes. Yeah. Um, the ashes don't have anything to do with Thermak in his eyes. He, he doesn't. He, he, none of these guys would have seen Thermak's lich form other than you guys that you guys would have been the first to see that because that takes that takes some big mojo um on top of that i can see that the gold statuette is missing i can only assume that you lot broke in here to take care of whatever personal vendetta you had against house darkspain to be quite honest i don't blame you can i roll insight on that sure 15 15 um, you're not picking up anything strange about that, that last comment. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> he seems on the level to you. Secondly, I'm the person who is responsible for cleaning up this kind of mess. Every house is afforded a steward. People normally get that confused with butler. What I am is a facilitator. I handle schedules. I make sure that everyone is afforded the opportunities that they need. I acquire herbs and potions specifically for this house. Silverclaw and Hammerhand would have their would have their men do something completely different, I'm sure. For instance, the fire was put out on the front porch by the authorities and I had them turn away. I convinced them that it was a small snafu on our part and I assured them that there'd be no more commotion this evening. Yeah, he is Excellent. A PR guy. I, I don't think that there's a need for any more damage to to this house. How long have you lived and worked with House Darkspain? I have been the steward here for about five years. You don't know uh, what our agenda was, as you say, but may I ask you what your opinion of Thermak was? Personally, yes. You're free to free to speak. Uh, obviously, things have changed within these walls in the last couple of hours. And he's 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 kind of looking around like he's waiting for like is this a test or is and you're sure that he's gone for good. I'll point over at the uh, pile of ashes and say that pile of ash over there is all that remains of Theramac. We we didn't come to this home specifically to have a confrontation with him, but. I, we're relieved that he's no longer among the living. Oh, well then. I'm rather delighted, to be honest. I I abhorred the man. I... Then you and I have much to talk about, and I'm going to pull out the gold dragon. I see. So, I take it you're the new owner of House Darkspain. That was not our intention. We essentially came here to search for a cure for one of our comrades that was... Afflicted with a terrible virus curse by Thermak himself. And, well, things escalated, and 
we ended up in open battle with him and his uh, his assistants, I guess. Um, he was abusing the dragon that has lived here in House Dark Spain, and uh, my elf companion here sensed it was suffering. We barely survived the battle. I honestly, I I didn't I did not think we'd have a chance. Luckily, I had the wherewithal to free the dragon myself, knowing that uh, that may give us an advantage. When the dragon was freed, it assisted us in defeating Thermak, and now we're entering an unknown world. So, to answer your question, uh, yes, I would say that for the time being, we're controlling House Darkspain. Unless any of my comrades have a uh, different opinion, we seem to be moving down this path. Um, yeah, I would agree with you. Um... I'd like to just walk up to him and extend my hand. Um, uh, I'm Branith. What's your name? David Crowley. And he extends his hand back and shakes it. David, nice to meet you. Um, and this is the crew. Everyone want to say hello? <coughs> what up, David? Hi. Dagon's just going to look at him and say, uh, did you have anything to do with my capture? I did not. I apologize for that. There's very little I can do beyond carry out the orders I'm given. Um, I had nothing to do with the capture or keeping you here. And he kind of looks beyond you all and to the the large white dragon in the room. That would also go for that. Did you say one of your comrades was infected? Yes. She's deceased. And will not rise. Would this have something to do with the business in Onakal? We were directly involved in the business of Onakal. Oh. I... I hate to be the one to tell you this, but... There is a cure. Really? If it's the same virus that was released in Onakal, there is a small... There is a small amount of cure in the building small amounts like two or three vials worth it can be reproduced though is my understanding I'm 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 no herbalist but I know of some people who can well, they can reverse engineer what we have I'm sure wow was anyone else infected um <laughs> the entire city the city is that. awash with ghouls we were lucky to escape with our life uh, what happened in Onakal was tragic, and there are m- some pressing business matters to discuss right here in Brightport before we deal with the threat or the uh, salvation of what's left of Onakal. Uh, actually, our Scion friend here is new to the party. He was a prisoner of Darkspain. I don't know if he's going to want to continue down this path with us. You're free, friend. Do you want to leave, or are you? would you like to stay and see how this plays out? And I'll kind of hold up the gold dragon and be like, eh, eh. (laughs) (laughs) This base of operations definitely could be useful to me. I'll I'll stay for the time being while I try to answer the many questions I have. Excellent. I'll walk up to David. My name is Galford Gardres, gnome warlock of Theria, and I guess co- uh, controller of House Darkspain interim temporarily where do we go from here David 
Um, he's going to shake your hand. Well, that presents a problem. Several problems, actually, looking around. Um, one, we have a trade meeting in just over a week and a half. We are going to have to catch you up to speed on everything you'll need to know beforehand. Um, I'm not sure if you guys realize this, but you're playing a very dangerous game. Once the other houses realize what's happened, they're going to smell blood in the water. If they sense weakness from you in any way, shape, or form, they will kill you. Mm. Well, technically they would have someone kill you and it wouldn't be linked to them, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, can I, uh, I'll walk up to David. Obviously we didn't formally, uh, get introduced and I'll just nod my head and say, uh, my name under my breath, but then just look at him and say, so with that in mind, obviously we don't have a huge group with us here right now. Is there anything, anybody else in the house besides you and what are their, do you know what their stances are if they are still alive? That would lead me to problem number two. With the exception of myself and everyone in this room, it would appear as though the entirety of House Darkspain is dead. Were there any members Tonight of Darkspain was... in the field that could return to Brightport, or are we really that low? Tonight was supposed to be a celebration of some sort. Um, people were gathered. Uh, if you've noticed, we just served dinner not that long ago, actually. Um... There are several servants and cleaners. I assume they're going to be busy for a while. Um, there was also a freelance set of carpenters working on the front porch, which they're going to have to start over. <gasps> Other than that, um, you are the entirety of House Darkspain. Mr. Is... Crowley, we have a lot to talk about. You mentioned dinner, and dinner sounds excellent right now after what our party's been through. And I think we can all talk freely amongst ourselves. Would would you give me a moment to talk to my compatriots uh, alone, and maybe we can make a decision on how to go forward? Because as you say, we may be a sitting duck for the rest of the houses. We have an opportunity right now to put the gold dragon down in the middle of the room and maybe wash our hands of this and call our vengeance complete or we're going to be inserting ourselves into quite a larger world. Of course. Um, the banquet that was served seems to have a great deal of blood in it. Let me let me see if there's anything left in the kitchen. And he's going to excuse himself and just walk off. <clears throat> All right. Galvin's like grinning, grinning ear to ear right now. He's... <laughs> um... Okay, everyone, you, just... Gather around. Listen to me. I mean, th this is completely insane. I've traveled with a lot of, I mean, a lot of other groups of adventurers over my days, and I mean, this is certainly comes a long way from stopping bandits and, and helping old ladies across the street. And I, I've woven myself in and out of different scenarios of this world, but we have obviously we've been pushed down this path. I mean, we did not know this was going to happen, and, and my elf friends here has sensed that there may be some type of destiny in the air, some type of fate, some... There are more things happening here that even even I would dare admit. Um, uh, House Darkspain potentially could be a, an important tool for us to, I mean, <laughs> improve the world, Rikus. You've been wanting to do that for some time. And uh, certainly removing Thermak is already an excellent start. 
We haven't even begun to discuss the looming threat of on a call. Uh, there may be a cure, but curing an entire city of ghouls that could wipe out all of the eastern continent. And, I mean, I'm aware of the problems on the west coast with the armies of Warforged. And we just fought Warforged in this room that war were uh, non-sentient but loyal to Thermak. And I'd really like to know what they were doing here. Things are a lot larger and deeper than we thought. Uh, would anyone like to discuss openly their their thoughts or feelings on what we should do next? Okay. Um, Anakal is a big problem. Like, if, if even one of those ghouls gets out of there, like... Like you said, it could wipe out. It could wipe out half the continent, the entire continent, in a matter of weeks. Um, the, I mean, the guy just I think said this there was a, a cure. There is, but I mean, like we need to. It's We've not seen gonna, how quickly it's not going to help sitting here when on a call is is swarming with Walking Dead. Um, you know we have an opportunity to facilitate this. We could save that entire city. I mean, I, the last thing I want to do is play politics in Brightport, but we're in a position where we could have a lot of influence and do a lot of good. I mean, we're not going to be able to do anything for on a call before the two remaining houses either decide to wipe us out and war over the remaining gold dragon. I mean, we need some type of position of negotiation with the other two houses. What have we got? Um, I, hmm? Money. We have money. We have we have money coming in. That this is, we have a lot of money coming in. This is we're controlling some of the economic, uh, I guess, direction of this city now. I'm sure that David can tell us how the cash flows during this transition period. We may be able to placate the other houses. I, I mean, I'm sure they've grown bloated with trade over the years too. Uh, while we restabilize Darkspain. It's only a matter of time before their spies know that it's depleted, we are vulnerable. Well, I mean, I think we need to let David catch us up on on all of this so we can at least figure out exactly what we're dealing with, and then we can talk about how we're going to proceed. I agree. My mind is buzzing. I don't know if there's walls of war forged behind Silverclaw and Hammerhand. I don't know how they felt about Thermac. I don't know how much money or influence or power we're dealing with, but... I'm tired of, of thrashing in the river. We're, we're hurtling towards something, but we need to start moving with the current and, instead of just bashing us against the rock. Something is, is moving, and I think we just need to accept it. And that comes with learning a bit more from our steward. Uh, would you like to retire for some dinner? Are we all in agreement that we're all going to be a part of this? Does anyone... Does anyone here hold any other alliances other than this group? Is there anyone else you know of that we could bring in? I I don't have any friends beyond the people in this room. Valis, you have a contact in, well, a contact in Gradic, and you've lived in Brightport longer than any of us have, obviously. I don't have anyone specifically that could assist us. I've usually done pretty well on my own. Um, I've known Rikus the longest out of this group, and I know he wants to do good, but I've never seen him travel with anyone but me at the moment, and then this group. Can you help us, Valis? Firstly, my mother has a connection with Gradic. I would sooner not talk to him. And two, I haven't really made too many friends in Brightport. 
Though, if we were desperate, I'm sure he can get us in contact with someone. Do we really want to go with Gratic, though? I don't see any good coming, like... Do you mean because he's a contact, because he's basically worked works with all the houses? I just think that the uh, David Crowley is going to be an excellent facilitator, like he says, for us during this transition period. I mean, hopefully not the transition period before we get assassinated. But at, at the same time, we've, we all know that Gratic understands the underworld in Brightport. And we may need some more raw information from him if we don't get it from David. I don't think we should completely retire that card. And I have a theory about why he's called the Wanted. I mean, it's not because he's wanted by the authorities. It's because he's valuable to literally all three of the houses here. I mean, he's currently aligned with Silverclaw, but I think his... Let's just say he's got his fingers in a lot of pies, and we may need information from him. And we've seen that he he likes money, and we now have money. And he also likes screwing us over. You had me. You had me with making this our new home. With with moving forward with us being the leaders of this house. But I'm not getting involved with Gratic again. Because the last time we got involved with him, I ended up in a place that I didn't want to have to experience again. Fair enough, Rikus. Why don't we have a, di- uh, have a dinner with David and uh, we can uh, assist some of the servants of our house here in uh, maybe a little bit of the cleanup. We can explore some of the texts in the library for our scion comrade and get some advice from the steward on what we should do next my point about Gratic was that if if we need more information we may need to think outside the box not necessarily him I'll leave it at that okay um we got a whole room full of stuff here you guys I'm gonna take the armbands <laughs> alright hold on one second you guys gonna divvy this up then let's write this down so Rikus gets armbands. And then what does that officially give me? A plus two to your melee damage rolls. So if I do a melee attack, like melee basic attack, it would give me 1d10 plus 10? Any any of your attacks that are right up against somebody, <clears throat> you're going to get a plus two to, to the damage. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you have to swing your arms and pose like a Power Ranger with them. Like connect them together, you know? Like, <laughs> like, like straight edge kind of, you know? While I do some, like, I'm going to put some rocking guitar riffs in the background. Yeah. Just the entire oh, time. <laughs> yeah! And I'll stand in front of you and play, like, the dragon flute. Like, like. <laughs> um, Trixie. Yes. How do you Trixie's feel about horses? How do I what? How do you feel about horses? I would totally be okay with having a horse. Yeah. Let me name the horse. Dance. So, Trixie's getting a horse. His name is Rex. All right. <laughs> Rex Phelps. Sorry. Rex, uh, like, not the dinosaur, but Rex from, like, Mass Effect Rex. Whoa. Shepard. Oh. Cool. Freaking awesome. Rex was the shit. Um, <laughs> uh, what about the map? I wouldn't mind the That's map. That's a group thing. Okay. Yeah. So... Awesome. That does seem like a Dagon thing. So Dagon gets map. Thank you. I would really like that horn. Horn goes to Baranith. Um, I got a question. Yes. Can Amara hear that horn? Um, If you're counting her as a member of your party. Yeah. You know what? We'll do that. Yeah. Sweet. She knows yes. when we're horny. 
Um, that leaves the dice and the chessboard. Did we? I'll look around to the group. Did we figure out if anything was attached to that chessboard, or if it was just a regular chessboard? Because I feel like we might want to check with David. But if it's just a regular chessboard, it's in pretty good condition. I think we might be able to sell it unless somebody wants to play chess. This is one of those things where it's totally packageable. Like the board folds up, and it's it's nice wooden. Everything's real handcrafted about it. You can pack it up and take it with you. Yeah. Um, uh, Galford, do you want to run uh, an Arcana check on that board? Sure. 24. 24. Big, powerful mojo coming off this thing. This is... Um, Let's not sell the chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not just a common chessboard. This is something very, very powerful is tied to this. We, yeah. We didn't figure that out. What was the information we got? Well, we didn't get anything from the history check. Um, it was something vague, though. <laughs> okay. Kind of like, if you defeat the ruler of the board, you may get something cool. Not may. The, the, like, the, the, what you remember is, like, something really good <laughs> happens, but you can't, uh, is, you can't quite recall. Is there a way, and it sounds weird and might have been covered in the arcana, but can, is the board possessed? Like... Say if we and sat on one end of the board and started playing it, is there a spirit within the board that would start playing the other side? You are on the right track. Because mm. in my mind, I feel like that's where it was headed. It was either that or it was connected to the Warforged in some what? manner. Like, they were the chess pieces. So what, uh, I see what, you're so what kind of check do you run uh, like to make a move on a chessboard? Like a Ghost success- Hunter's check. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this would be, so I'll, uh, I'll, 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 if you were to play, this is a thing where you would, whoever decided to start the game would make one move per day. Uh, and it's a thing where you earn points based on how well your checks are. Um, there's, there's a whole little thing to it. It's not really complicated at all, but it's basically like you get to roll a check each day and, the, the better you do, the, the you get a little bump here and there. There's something tied to the board mystical. I don't want to give it away unless you guys want to approach it. Who wants to play around? Uh, I don't we know. Could certainly, we could certainly I'll offer it as a gift. Well, let's talk to David about this. Like, we don't need to jump into this right now. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. I feel like he might know a little bit more information. I don't want to get her foot wet when there's a giant man-eating piranha waiting there to chomp on her foot. Okay. Um, With the weird analogy attached to that. I was about to say, that was a, that was an analogy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll hang on to the dice if nobody else wants to take the dice. I would love the dice. <laughs> you have a big magical rod. I do. Yeah. That is true. You did Ladies. get that rod. I mean, the rod is random, though. The dice would... I mean, if you if you have some sort of crazy idea, it'd be nice to know if it's a good one. Well, any of you can use them, really. Like yeah. any, I mean, any of you can ask the question. It's fine. Like, it's a it's a group thing. It's like the horn. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd like the dice if anybody doesn't want them. Well, I'm going to hang on to them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Technically, that would give you both one or two and two, so... Okay, so you guys are going to adjourn upstairs to get a bite to eat, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yes. So walking back through this hallway to get 
to get back upstairs. You guys have not toured any of the upstairs of this house, it occurs to you. Um, and to get back upstairs, you have to walk past piles of bodies that you have left in the wake. The past, like in, in a room adjacent off the main hallway, you, you see the body of Doug and you, you, you see a bunch of just, just a bunch of Darkspain initiates scattered throughout. Did we loot Doug? Um, Doug didn't carry a lot of cash on him. He right. wasn't he, he wasn't very cash heavy. That, Rikus, that was, yeah. Rikus will give Doug the finger as we walk by. <laughs> <laughs> However, there is one body that is missing, uh, and that would be Talon's. What? Uh, Tala's body is not where you left it at the uh, at the entranceway here to the upstairs. So that's that that could be a problem. Did we not stab her in the head? We killed her. You guys definitely killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, Rika shattered her skull. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> um, Hulk smash. Uh, so. Uh, going upstairs, you, you you realize you don't know your way around. Um, and there's um, uh, there's there's another man dressed fairly fancy, uh, more like a butler than uh, than what David is wearing. Uh, and he sees you coming and kind of motions motions his hand out towards the left, and he's going to take you to the kitchen area. Um, David is waiting inside, and there. Uh, there, there, there's some plates set up. Um, not a huge spread. It's more just kind of what was left in warmers and things like that. It's, it's kind of like, oh, there's some mashed potatoes and some, some of whatever wasn't eaten, some chicken, that kind of thing. Uh, but there are plates fixed for all of you. Uh, you're more than welcome to whatever's here. If you'd like the, if you'd like the people to cook you something fresh, it's well within your right. Uh, I think I'm so ravenous. I'll just take the leftovers. What do you guys think? This looks excellent after the food and on a call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll look over at Dave and just kind of uh, give him a puzzled look and say, uh, does House Darkspain have any livestock around? Uh, we don't really have much need for livestock beyond the animal testing they would do. Um, there's a ranch that the uh, the city deals with. Uh, we can purchase something if you need. I, I imagine this is for the dragon. Uh, yeah. I'll arrange for it to be fed immediately. Okay, thank you. Uh, and he motions for uh, someone's in the room, and he just kind of like gives like a quick finger motion, and they, they rocket out of the room. This guy's job, he is the central nervous system for this house. <laughs> He's the secretary of state. Yeah, this guy, you you request it, he makes sure it gets done. That's his job. Um, I, uh, when the carpenters are done their repairs to the front of the house, I'd like them to get to work on a door for Amara so that she and can... And Amara is... Uh, she's that uh, white dragon in the basement. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm more than happy to get that done for you. Um... A door that size is going to take some time, but there is the secondary problem of letting the dragon loose in the city. I'm quite confident she's not going to pro- pose a problem to the city. Um, 
I need her to get out so that she can feed herself. She can't stay trapped in here. That's going to be a tough sell to the authorities, but I'll make sure it gets done. Thank you. Uh, David, um, this is just my inner brain talking, but I have some weird feeling in my head. Um, I, I, where I come from, loyalty is a big thing, and, uh, to this day, I'm very loyal still to the people from where I grew up, but I have to ask, how, how are you so easy with the transition and us just basically busting down the front door and coming into your home? And with all the commotion that we caused, were you nearby? Did you hear all the commotion we were causing? Or is it just procedure? You don't ask questions and you just wait for it to be told to you. Well, for the most part, I don't get involved with the downstairs goings on unless I'm invited. Secondly, right about the time I heard roaring, I investigated, I smelled smoke, and I spoke to the authorities. I knew Thermac wouldn't want any interference. Um, beyond that, I had no love for that man. I am sworn to serve the people who hold the dragon, but beyond that, it's strictly honor-bound. I I hope you appear... I hope you are the people you appear to be. <sighs> That's fair. So, Galford's got a mouthful of food, but <clears throat> he's gonna turn over to David and say, well, we're certainly a little bit out of our element here. We didn't think that this would be where we would be sitting by the end of the day. I, I honestly thought I would be uh, in the pool of a blood mage or the bottom of a dragon's belly. But we're going to be relying on your advice quite heavily in the next few hours. Uh, one thing I'd like to ask is, how long was Thermak in control of this house? Since its inception. Really? Do you know, what was the attitude of the other houses towards Thermak? <laughs> Let's just say no one was beating down the door to take the steward job here. I see. Did you notice a, a change in Theramac's, uh I guess his direction or his agenda over the years of House Darkspain, or has he always been who he was? No, he's always had a lust for power. That's pretty much the main tenets of House Darkspain. Although he did keep a very detailed set of journals, I can look around to see if I can find them for you. Oh, that would be interesting to read. That would be fantastic. Who were, um, who were Thermak's allies? Thermak had no allies that I know of outside of, outside of House Darkspain. Uh, again, I, I can fetch you his journals. I'm pretty sure that should be in his living quarters. All right. Um, has there ever been a power change within houses? And if there has been, how has it been received by the other houses? Uh, well, let's see. About three or four years ago, the leader of Hammerhand stepped down, but that was a bloodless transition. He just got old and wanted to retire. Who was he? Uh, well, that was actually the house's namesake. Uh, Grufgar Hammerhand. Wow. Um, and who was he? Uh, well, he was an older dwarf who decided that... 
Are you familiar with the policy of shield hands? Uh, no. They're basically hired guns, mercenaries. Uh, you can hire them for protection. Uh, in this city, you can imagine how <laughs> how quickly you can make a small fortune doing that. Yeah. Uh, they founded the house around that. Okay. Um, they were one of the few people who would do it and were actually honor-bound. You can hire them and not be double-crossed as soon as you left the gates. The three houses hold so much power and influence in Brightport. I mean, financially and otherwise. How, how much time do we have before they become aware of what's happened tonight? Is this going to... Do we have time until the meeting or are there spies or others that are going to be delivering this information to them? Well... We could keep it a secret that Theramek is dead. Maybe up until the meeting. He rarely left the house. But the fact that there are no initiates to carry out simple tasks around the city is a big problem. If you're looking to keep this a secret, that is. Well, I think we need to buy at least a small amount of time till we can learn best how we're going to approach our presence at the meeting. And our- Sorry, back to Hammerhand. Who runs it now? Actually, I'm not familiar with the current owner. Before the elf interrupted me, I was asking about, you know, we needed to buy some time before the meeting. Uh, and I think we may have that. We can learn as much as we can from you. I had one other question. Is uh, While we were engaged with Theramac, he unleashed, I mean, a grouping of non-sentient war-forged fighters on us. And I'm sure you're aware of some of the goings-on in the Western continent. I mean, I always chalked it up to some brush fire war that meant nothing for myself, but I was quite surprised to see these uh, I mean, soulless fighters attacking us here in Brightport. Do you know anything about that? I take it that was the bits and pieces scattered about the room downstairs. (laughs) Yes. The scrap metal. That could be a problem. I'll tell you what, I'll look into the, the owners of the houses... And I'll get as much information on the Warforged as I can for you. In the, mean, in the meantime, how about I find those journals and you can get caught up to speed on what Thermac was doing. All right. Uh, hey, David. Yes. Uh, just two quick questions. They probably don't have quick answers. Um, our fallen uh, comrade, we had, obviously we told you she deceased, but she was by the front door. Do you know what happened to her body? No. I haven't seen anyone beyond the initiates and the bits and pieces of the Warforged. Um, and then the second one was we discussed before we came in here some of the issues we'll have regrowing the house. And one of them would be obviously getting the manpower. Um, you had said that we basically unintentionally cleared out the entire house. Um House Darkspain doesn't have any contacts outside of the house, nor do you know of any place where we could get manpower to at least help protect the house until we can get our affairs in order. Well, that depends. Who would you like me to bring in? Are you planning on running the house business as usual, or do you plan on making some infrastructure changes? Um, Before anybody can answer, I look him straight in the eyes and said, things are going to change. You tell me what kind of people you're looking for, and I'll make sure the house is stocked with at least a few of them by tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Um, so he's going to uh, he is going to kind of excuse himself and go look for those journals. Mm. 
Is there anything you guys want to do uh, besides kind of catch your breath and eat and, and, and do all that? Well, we got to explore the rest of this house. Um, okay, you totally do that. And I think we really got to investigate where Tala's body is. Um, like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> it didn't just get up and walk away. <laughs> I'm afraid someone came and stole it. No. Or while the carpenters might have moved her and possibly possibly put her in like a burn pile or something. That'd be okay. That's that <laughs> plant. The second idea is the one I'm hoping. The first one I'm is the one I'm afraid of. So there were no carpenters here when you guys stormed the gates. Because the main job of the carpenters was they were brought in to fix the damage that you guys caused the first trip into House Darkspin. So these guys are just yeah. That, <laughs> you guys got a real vendetta against this front porch and door. Um, uh, so they they were making so like the first time you guys went through, I was describing it like picture um, them just it, it's very much unfinished, like it's not painted or anything. It's just them basically rebuilding the front door, and you guys threw a bomb at it. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a problem for them. I mean, what are they going to do? Bitch at you? I mean, like, you're paying them to do the job. Yeah. So, um, What do you guys want to investigate before? Tala's disappearance or the the house itself? I think we need to figure out where Tala is, you guys. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing. Well, someone do me a favor and roll a perception check uh, on the area where she was. Exactly. I, can- I got it. I got a 12. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Dagon's a badass. 28. 28. Um, She's right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) You found her! (laughs) She's in the stew. (laughs) Um, She tastes delicious as a minor action. (laughs) Um, You, there is a definite, um, there was a pool of blood where you had left her. And that's still there. And there is this uh, this big wet streak where something came and drug her away. And it gets to a point, like, she was drug upstairs. Um, so someone went through a considerable amount of effort. Um, and then at a certain point, um, once, it looks like uh, about halfway up the stairs, um, the, the blood just stops. The trail just goes cold. Huh. Um, and there are like little rivlets of blood beyond that. But what it looks to you is that someone got tired of dragging her upstairs and they picked her up and carried her the rest of the way. Or many people. All right. Shall we continue upstairs? Yes. Let's do it. Follow this trail. Okay. I'm relieved that she didn't walk out of here of her own accord. <laughs> Um, this blood, by the way, is not a fresh-looking. <laughs> this is not like a like a healthy-looking red blood. This is like black, kind of tarish, uh, like congealed nastiness. Well, I mean, she wasn't yeah. dead, right? I mean, yeah, um, not a very clean bill of health. Um, so the rivulets kind of continue, uh, but lesser so, right up until about the front door. Um, and then you, the, 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 the trail just kind of goes cold. Hmm. So it's leading towards outside the house. Yes. Is anyone, is there anyone around? 
Like, um, you get the distinct impression, like just based on what David is telling you, that there was a large commotion. Because picture this as there's no fire department to speak of. So we're talking many buckets and lots of people throwing water at the house. Like that kind of thing. Which, I mean, this is... The entire job of the steward is to facilitate. And one of those things is to... They're, they're PR men. They're to keep the authorities out of the house. To keep, like, it's an incredibly secretive operation that you're running. And it has to be by nature. Because everyone in town is gunning for what you have. So... It's an incredibly, it's this weird line you guys walk where you're kind of, you're the mafia, kind of. You're legitimate businessmen, but not. Okay. I'm just, I'm wondering if there was anyone around who we, we could ask. Could if, they ask saw. Like, if you're asking anybody, um, the only people that are around inside the house are the staff. But the the streets are fairly clear. Like the, the occasional... Like Walker by something like that, but yeah, it's the 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 streets are actually pretty clear. You got to be careful who you ask. You know, is anybody carrying a dead corpse? <laughs> um, you happen to see raise a, their hands. like a really dead corpse, dead friend walking around. Um, I, I'll look at the group and and just kind of look off into the distance and say that uh, I don't feel like it's probably a good idea for us to try to venture out of the house quite yet until. We at least get things squared away inside, even though I know we need to find out where Talus' body went. Yeah, I'm relieved that she didn't get up and walk out of her own power, and she's currently eating the citizens of our fair city. Um, I'm not I, relieved at the fact that the possibility that somebody might have come and stole her body. I and, mean, her armor may have been some value. Uh, I mean, the good citizens that were helping to put out the fire may have snuck into the house in the hopes of looting something, and all they found was... Well, what Tala was wearing. Yeah, but yeah. why would they take her along with it? Why would they take the body, even though that might be quicker in retrospect? Like, why would it? I- they- yeah. Yeah, she's not an ideal mannequin. That's, that's a good point. You know, when I've taken items off of corpses before, I usually leave the corpse. Uh, I'm going to do just do a perception check on the area, kind of the yard, to see if I see anything. Like a direction. After you... After you say that, the whole I, I, when I take things off, Valus is just going to look down at you in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> like he clearly doesn't like you and doesn't care if you know it. He's a guy. Um, that's a perception roll. You yeah, twenty three. Um, and what are you looking for? Just the yard, like the uh, the just the, the yard. you know, like the if there's any um, uh, you know, brush or if there's any it's you know uh, roads that go off in certain directions, paths. Just to see if I, I notice anything about the surrounding area outside in the yard. Um, some of the staff is already digging holes uh, near the graveyard. Um, this may be why House Darkspring has a built-in graveyard right outside their their front gates. Like it's, I mean, it's it's in their yard. Like that's they have a cemetery in their yard. That's pretty damn imposing. That's the everything. Okay. One of the big things about this house is everything about it is very Adam's family. Like, it's all set up to be creep factor. It's it's all to add to the mystery, to to intimidate everything about it. I imagine it looking like a giant, souped-up haunted house. Kind of, yes. With this huge, weird, you know, umbrella company underground bunker thing that you guys, you know, like, the it's very old Victorian house. That's what you guys are, are in, like this big, old, spooky mansion. And then beneath that is your, you know, the dungeon, basically. Um, 
the yard, there's, um, it, there are uh, staff members digging holes uh, for all those corpses that you guys uh, created. Uh, but you don't see where, uh, like, there are a couple of drag marks already where um, the, like, the people at, at the front gate you guys dealt with, um, you kind of, that, that those bodies were drug away, and, like, you could tell, like, it's, um, Darkspeed's got kind of a crappy yard in turn, like, um, it's kind of crabgrass intermittent with dirt. So no lush green yard. So it's just, you could see like these dirt trails where like someone's just being drugged and their arms are just like ragdolling behind them. And it's just very, it's like, oh, you could follow that trail real easy. And it leads to the cemetery. So yeah, there's a few of those drag marks. Okay, we don't see. Ask the staff if somebody buried her. Like, I think that might be the the best bet. Like, let's go check some grave markers and talk to some people. Okay. When I say cemetery, I don't mean... Like, these are mass graves. It's just they're not really truly marked. <laughs> like, some of them are. Like, some of the... Like, this clearly started out... At, like, if it's a member of the house that dies, that it has some stature, yes, they get a single grave. Some of these are just big holes where they're just rolling corpses in. Hmm. And these guys are operating on the notion that you guys are keeping it business as usual, so they're just doing it the way they would have done it whenever. So if you want to stop them or change protocol or whatever, that's completely up to you. you. What you, you guys control all your survey. You can get these guys to do pretty much anything. All right, uh, well, let's, let's go talk to them. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a couple of guys digging, um, right now, and uh, they appear to be working on their second, uh, like real big hole. Uh, and uh, glancing next to them, uh, is a hole with uh, three bodies in it so far. Um, and these guys are all wearing the the darkspain like purple black robes. Uh, the, the the same thing all the initiates were wearing the big Assassin's Creed hood type of thing, like the, the, the whole ominous secret society cultish looking stuff. Uh, and these guys notice you walk up, uh, and they stop digging and just kind of look at you. What do you want? I still have the gold dragon in my possession. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So I'll don't pull it out. Well, I mean, they need to know who runs the house. I mean, or has has um, or they need to know who to steal it from. Don't or has pull also that out. Or has, we're no, has, has, right now. Has David um, informed them that they're that we're in control of the house? I'm assuming he has. It, it, it's everyone... still pretty early. Like it's like he's getting around to everybody. It's that there hasn't been a big staff meeting thing yet. Okay, but, go ahead like, and tell them that they're under new management. You keep that shit concealed. Like Rikus will step forward and look at the guys and uh, say. Um, there's there's going to be some changes around here. Uh, there's no need mean to be alarmed. Um, you, we'll uh, you'll get the information when we are able to uh, uh, get everything cleared up. But we're right now just looking and trying to clear up some mishaps for us. There was a body in the front door um, of one of our fallen comrades. Um, I know this is a lot. Just if you can take this one step at a time. There was a body at the front door, one of our fallen comrades. We were wondering if you guys happened to have moved the body and planned to bury it. What would they look like? She has a razor claw. It was a female. No. No one like that yet. We haven't got downstairs, though. I heard there's a big mess downstairs. 
<sighs> do you do you how long have you guys been out here working? Oh, about 15 20 minutes so far. Has there been anybody else out here with you or has it just been you two guys working? No, just us. We're on whole duty. <laughs> All right. Uh Can I roll on water? That? <laughs> sure. Sure and sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 13. 13. That seems on the level to you. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll ask if these guys need any water. <laughs> and they're looking at you like, what is that? A, is that a trick? Would... Look, that's a lot to take in for not just you guys. Uh, obviously, it's a little difficult for you guys to comprehend, but it's pretty difficult for us to comprehend. But just know that some of the hostility and the negativity that you experienced at this house will uh, hopefully end up coming to an end. So if you guys do, you, do you need any water? Do you need uh, we can see if we can get uh, some resources to eat for you? Is there anything okay. we can get you right now? This guy, the entire time you're talking, this guy's eyes are glazing over. You get the impression that hole digging may be the only thing this guy is cut out for, uh, uh, intelligence-wise. This 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 may be the task he's best suited for. <laughs> uh, so you're rattling off big words, and uh, he's just, uh, I'm thirsty. Um, I'll turn to the group and go, is there any chance we could get someone to get them some water so they are still able to do this job? Hey, you volunteered to play a waiter. <laughs> I'll run inside and grab a bucket of water. There you go. A bucket of water, not a glass. Not... <laughs> they drink out of buckets. They drink out of buckets. Well, see, guy... he probably doesn't care. I don't he know. Leave wouldn't. me alone. Actually, I'm trying to be a nice guy. It's water. It's fine. Yes. It's in a... um, uh, wh- wh- where would you guys like to go? What would you like to do? Uh, I guess we can explore the upstairs. Sure. Oh, yeah. You can totally do that. Um... The some, roll, someone roll a perception check for me. My turn. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. So this place is decorated. Um, again, very Adams family. Very just creepy, big, uh, big pictures. There's a couple of them up there, Mac, like oil painting type things. Dude is just. Uh, he was not. If this was a digital age, he would not be very photogenic. Like not uh, not not that guy. Like uh, big big hook nose, kind of a shitty. Just he looked miserable all the time. Just not not a smiler. That Thermac. Um, so there's a couple of him sitting down, um, like scattered throughout the house, like different poses and things. Uh, and then there are some oil paintings of different uh, like uh, demonic looking shadowy figures or. Um, uh, just, just general. Um, it looks like someone in the throes of using some sort of uh, spell or uh, incantation, something like that. Um, just displays of power, I guess, would be the easiest way to describe them. Um, and then you're going to shuffle past a room where David is digging through uh, a bookshelf. Uh, if you want to, if you want to keep going, let me know or interrupt him do, doing what he's doing. Um, well, he's looking for journals for us. I think we might as well keep looking. I picture us, like, having a new picture on the walls of all of us wearing Christmas sweaters. And we're all like, eh, you know, like, at the Sears <laughs> Portrait Studio, like, we take down the Theramac one and then we hang this one together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There's like a baby Dalmatian in the background somewhere. Yeah. They call like them the dra- puppies, the- not babies. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and then like the dragons in the background, but you just all you can see is like leg. Like it just cuts off the rest <laughs> of the dragon. <laughs> um uh this this play this is a big house. Like this is a pretty massive house. Um, especially for being in the middle of such a large city. Like, uh, space is kind of at a premium, and you guys have some gaudy new digs. Um, after a few minutes of, of just looking around, uh, David's going to kind of shout out to you guys. Uh, I think I found all of them. Uh, and he brings out this, um, this stack of leather-bound journals, uh, and he's going to hold them out to you. All right, are I'll we in like take a... as many as I can carry? Are we like okay. in the study or? This is just the upstairs hallway. Like there is a study if you guys would like to kind of plow through these and and take a look at them. Yeah, maybe we should. Just, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, David's going to leave you to it. Uh, I should really get back to the staff. There's a few of them that don't know about the changeover. Is there anything else I can get you in the meantime? Where will our quarters be? Uh, is there a barracks or a room, or where will we be staying for the evening? Well, anywhere you want, really. Everyone's dead. Uh, their max room's the largest. I don't know if any of you would like to sleep in his bed. We can change all the sheets, if you like. That would be a good start. Yeah. I'll alert the staff. Uh, and he, he kind of shuffles off. Um, so you're cracking open these journals, right? Yeah. This is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, there's, there's a hell of a lot of insight you're getting from this. So first of all, these date back years. Like this guy kept, kept a, a, an immaculate set of journals. Like he would write in them every day. So, if you guys want to be thorough and read it all, like flip through and, and, and find specific stuff, it's going to take a while. But you let me know how thorough you want to be and how, how far you want to go back, and I'll tell you what you found out through doing that. I'd like to I think read. We need to be as thorough as possible. I think we need to read I... everything. Yeah, I would agree with that. So just all of you are taking one, basically, and kind of like thumbing through and seeing what you can find out. Yep. Okay. Uh, so hours go by and you guys are thumbing through these journals. Uh, so, th- I mean, you have years of, of information to go through. But the highlights of what you're picking up are that uh, within the last uh, the last 15 years or so, uh, this is a while back, uh, it appeared that Thermac kind of saw the writing on the wall for... Brightport, in that with the three houses constantly going against each other in this Mexican standoff, no one's going to win. So Thermac's idea was to reach out to uh, another city. And he kind of found an ally in Zan and Carter in Overdale at the time. Uh, and those two ended up really hitting it off. They're kind of like-minded in their, uh, in their, their kind of quest for power. So they struck up a deal, and uh, Carter was looking for an army to help bolster his his regular human forces, and uh, uh, 
Thermak was looking for an eventual ally when he decided to make his move in Brightport. Because what he wanted to do was claim Brightport and then eventually claim Umanero. Umanero is a floating... It's, it's basically where any mage goes to train who wants to hone their, their skills. This is basically a college city for mages. Um, and the reason they're floating is because they've basically seceded from Theria. They want nothing to do. They, they, they don't have any, I mean, it's a, it's a city full of mages. So they have defenses in that they have people that can cast spells, but they have no army to speak of. They have no, they, they are just a floating city away from all of the nonsense that goes on below. Um, uh, Thermak originally came from Umanero, but was exiled. Uh, they found out he was in the blood magic, and he wasn't there to learn for the sake of learning. He was there to learn for power. That's the only reason he's there. Um, and he was eventually exiled because of that. Um, his, 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 he wanted to go back and actually claim the city eventually. Uh, and... The guy's got very lofty... Well, he had very lofty goals and ambitions. Um, the deal he struck with Carter was he would help him create a warforged army in exchange for uh, Carter backing his play in, in Brightport after he was done in the East, or the West. Um, that didn't work out so well, uh, being as how you guys kind of put a stop to that. Um uh, in the journals, you can see where they've had a correspondence with each other as uh, as recently as last month. So these guys were still in touch. Um, uh, beyond that, the, the you can you can you can see what his relationship was the with the other two houses. It was very standoffish. Uh, he wouldn't give an inch on any you know any trade agreements, anything like that. Um, Whereas Hammerhand basically offers protection and they, they, they kind of have a, a, the, the bulk of weapons and armor trades and Silverclaw would have, well, they have, you know, assassination contracts or if something needs stealing from someone somewhere, they, they, they can kind of offer their services that way. Um, Darksbane was very much uh, herbs, potions, uh, magic, text, things like that. So anything arcane, they had their fingers in those pies. Um, uh, very, very standoffish with the other houses. Um, the, the through this, you found out that the leaders of the other house are uh, Ulanda the Blade, which is a uh, a drow woman that runs uh, that that runs uh, House Silverclaw, uh, and Norhorn uh, Hammerhand, which would be the son of the guy who previously ran House Hammerhand. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to try and glean from these? Like, is there anything specifically you're looking for now? Were the um, other houses aware of his relationship with Carter? Or was this totally secretive? Like, he 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 wasn't suspicious that uh, you know he didn't have to force his move. Like, let's say Silverclaw and Hammerhand found out about some of his shit. So the reason why he was ascending to the Blood Mage and doing all this now is because he was rushing because they found out about him. Or is this he's still sticking to the plan? This was um, this was very much on the hush hush. This was very like he was not ready to make a play that big yet. But Carter uh, Carter's entire plan, um, and he's in the process of doing that, is to fan his troops both north and then east. Carter has plans on taking over Theria as a whole, like the entire mainland. Like he wants he wants the whole thing. He wants to be king. Like not just 
king of the Overwatch. He wants to be the king. That's it. Um, and that's that's uh, Carter has no contact with any city basically other than the Overwatch. Um, he'll speak through uh, like hands of the king, something like that. They'll they'll drop off messages or something, but like he doesn't really leave the city that often. Um, but these two wrote letters back and forth, like really secret courier type stuff. Um, none of the other houses knew about it, but the Warforged army could have only been done like this is a, a big, huge collaborative effort because Warforged, there have only been two batches of Warforged created ever. And that was um, when Umanero was part of Theria, when they were on the ground, they were just a, a city on the ground. They originally created Warforged uh, to protect the city. Um, that didn't turn out so well because they kind of used them for sport, like the old leadership of Umaniero kind of used them for sport. And um, like this would have been the batch that Ironhide came from. Right. Uh, and then the secondary batch was the, the, the ones that have no free will. These are the ones that are straight from the Overwatch. Um, that could have only been done by a couple of people. And, and Thermac was right at the top of that list, though no one can prove it. It's one of those deals. So the other houses suspected him of having something to do with that. But it, it was nothing that affected Brightport, so they kind of crossed him off the list. You know, if it was something that would have benefited him right there, then that would have... It's like, oh, wow, you're a, you're a major suspect. But it's, it's on the other side of the continent, so... Um, he definitely took out Onacall. Um, <laughs> after your break-in, there's journal entries after your break-in, um, where... It appears as though he's going partially insane. Um, he is so livid at the fact that you guys could not only walk in off the street and cause that much damage that um, his own initiates couldn't protect the place. Like, it, it called everything into question. Um, you guys weren't intimidated by the big spooky house or the fact that it was dark magic, necromancy, warlocks, blood magic, none of that. You guys walked in and... You, you caused a lot of trouble for him. The dragon getting loose was a big PR thing they had to deal with because dragon smashed half of, well, they call it the dregs, which is the lower half of the city. Um, uh, a lot of, like, poor housing and shitty little shops and uh, a crappy bar, something like that. But that's the only reason there wasn't a bigger fallout was it didn't get loose in the upper port, the upper tiers of the city where the richer people live. That's the only reason. Um... Uh, he he wanted to make you suffer on a level that you, you it would be incomparable, uh, and he had no he had no ties to Onakal anyway. So he found out where you where you were sent and went there with the sole purpose of uh, sending probably the largest message anyone has ever sent. Uh, afterwards, he was going to let it leak that it was him and that no one should ever fuck with the house again. That kind of thing. Now, taking out Onakal wasn't a specific calculated like you know political move or war move kind of thing it was more to do with that he was starting to lose it house darkspain's getting kind of top heavy and he wanted to send the message to us and as a byproduct intimidate the rest of the east but it wasn't like right. it wasn't like he was colluding with carter to be like you know okay well you fucking take out on a call and you can have on a call and then eventually you can have a human euro and we'll you know split it down the middle until eventually they fight each other i think yeah that was not something they they plan out together carter had no knowledge of that that was uh that was him completely acting on his own just maybe overreaching okay so what we originally suspected was he it was huge overkill and he was starting to go a little bonkers 
Maybe, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the assumption that Darkspain was getting pretty top-heavy was one of the reasons why we could walk in there and do what we were doing because his initiates weren't getting the things that they needed to really support the house because he was, you know, grabbing all the power for himself. That's 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 a major problem. Um, reading through these journals, you get the impression of a guy who whose quest for power was there was no there was no secondary objective. It was I, I'm going to learn everything I can learn and get as powerful as I can get. And he had no he had no plans to share that with anyone else. The problem is that left no one else who can help him when things started turning south. Okay, if there had been some members of House Darkspain alive. That would have been an interesting leveraging piece that, you know, he, if he had shared some of his books and his knowledge, it would have helped Darkspain right. have a stronger base. But, I mean, there's nobody left alive for us to kind of leverage that against and say, oh, help us out and we'll let you read more shit in the library kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah. That's a shame. Hmm, they would have totally helped us. We killed everybody. Um, <laughs> That's the drawback to killing everybody. You know what's funny? The, the light bulb just burnt out in the room I am in, so now I'm in, like, complete darkness. It was kind of, it was very... Dark Fanny is awesome. <laughs> um, what about anything within the house? Like, I mean, like we found a secret passage to his quarters, like his kind of. This place is riddled with secret passage. Again, very Adams family. Very, um, everything's very cloak and dagger in here. Like you're fi- like you found his treasure room. That's the big thing. Mm. Like the, the like he had a collection. Like he's he's talking about artifacts that he's collected from you know years. That, you know people would go out on on jobs or missions or something, or people would pay tribute, and it's like oh I I know like he his idea was just to artifact and catalog all this stuff and 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 keep it keep it aside. That's kind of what he saw Dagon as. <sighs> it, it, this so. You know how rare a scion is in Theria, and uh, one uh, first of all, an Eladrin scion is wow, because that's a double whammy. One, there are no Eladrin left that anyone knows of. There's that no one's seen Eladrin in you know years and years and years and years, decades. And then to find one that's a scion is like oh wow, trophy. Uh, and then right, exactly. Like uh, the the idea was just to find out if there was a way to. Uh, uh, take advantage of your power, and if not, just keep you prisoner. Like until until such time that you know you can be of use. Now, is this stuff we got from the journal, or is this? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is this is all like entries in the journals and stuff. All right. And this is something um, like that. I mean, that you you own these now. I mean, he's not coming back for him, <laughs> so. Um, if there's something specific that you want to research, it could take time, but you could probably find it. Like, you're looking at probably over two decades worth of journal entries. Yeah. Like, daily journal entries. Like, this is a lot. Um, why, uh, why does he have Amara here? Um, Amara was exactly, like, exactly what you thought she was the first time. She is a big, like, a guard dog. Like, an imp- incredibly oppressive uh, guard dog. Um, The problem was the moment she escaped, she became kind of a liability. Mm. But uh, Thermax saw her as, at the very least, uh, a a source of power. Um, Because Dragon's Blood in Blood Mage spells is some really good shit, as you guys found out. Mm. Like, like he can pull off some, some, like, total body transformation stuff. Yeah. Okay. 
Um. Oh gosh, I need a drink. <laughs> I mean, this is like pants shittingly unbelievable revelations we've found out. Like the yeah, this is yeah, this is big stuff. Yeah. Okay, are we going to converse a little bit? Um, uh, Dagon, do you need to know more in the text? Dagon's just uh, sort of frantically flipping through pages, looking for more answers, and uh, just furious to find out that he's a trophy, a plaything for for Thermac. Um, so you can probably just see him stewing in his own anger. Okay. I'm going to kind of push back from one of the sort of the desk and kind of close one of the books just in disbelief. And, and uh, I'm kind of pulling on my hair, my sweet fauxhawk. I'm just like, <laughs> do you guys have any idea what we've discovered, the leverage that we have that, I mean, the amount of, this is unbelievable. I mean, we're going to be meeting with the remaining houses of Brightport and we needed some type of leverage. We certainly have it. I mean, what he was involved in affects the entire world. It's going to be very interesting to, you know, to see, like, discover what this means for Carter. Um, we have so much power. I mean, we have so much influence right now. It's, it's, this is, we're going to have to position ourselves in a really specific way when we talk to the other houses because we have to the, be really careful. You have the to things we do to be very valuable. The things we do next are going to affect the entire eastern side of the continent. This is incredible. Um, David is going to pop back into the room. Hey, David. Uh, hello. I trust you're finding everything that you need. Uh, yes, thank you. I hate to bother you with this on the first day. We've run into a bit of a situation. Uh, a shipment of herbs coming back from Whitehedge. I don't know if you're familiar with the town. Uh, Valis is going to kind of perk his eyes up, uh, like he's going to look up from the desk. Ah, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but the entire shipment was destroyed or stolen. I'm not entirely sure what. I know the caravan was attacked, and I don't believe there are any survivors. Oh. Now, that as an isolated incident isn't so much a problem. Um, I will tell you the things we get from Whitehedge are quite valuable within the city. And if this is something that's going to reoccur, that could be trouble for us. I would send some initiates, but, well, you murdered them all. <laughs> no offense. Um, is there any sort of evidence from what uh, uh, has actually gotten back to the house? Is there any sort of clues or any, is there anything that's remaining that points to a sign of what could have happened? The only information we've been able to gather so far is that the people in the wagon were torn to shreds. <laughs> mm. Not your typical everyday thugs, eh? Yes, this doesn't appear to be the work of bandits. Are these are these caravans typically escorted by uh, members of House Darkspain, or are they typically done alone with the understanding that nobody's really gonna uh, bother them. Well, normally we would send a pack of initiates out for such 
precious cargo, but it was decided that these particular shipments would be better guarded if they hid in plain sight. A very low-profile type of delivery. Um, unfortunately, that didn't work out. Has word of this attack and that the contents were belonging to Darkspain, has that gotten out into the city? Do you, do you think people know about this? I'm the first to hear about it, I'm sure. No one knew about this shipment beyond me and a select few. Most of which are dead now, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Did you mention... I'm sorry, Did you ha- had you mentioned what was actually on the shipment? Well, there are herbs that we get from White Hedge that we can't get from anywhere else in the world, and that's kind of our business, to be honest. I can brief you on the whole thing later, if you like. Okay. That would be appreciated. It probably uh, warrants some investigation at some point. That does invest. It, it warrants investigation, but I'm just worried that if we leave, we need to make sure that our valuables are kept safe here. Yeah. So we're kind of stuck. We're, we're trapped between a rock and a hard place right now, and I, I don't feel comfortable splitting us up to go handle this now. So. With- with the revelations we just found in Thermac's personal files, I think a missing shipment of herbs is probably the least of our worries, let alone the entire eastern side of the continent. We may want to expedite our meeting with the other houses because concealing Thermac's death any longer is is, is going to be difficult, and there are no other initiates of Darkspan in the city to even maintain the illusion that it's business as usual. Uh, plus two, I think... People in power probably need to know what was happening here and how we found ourselves a part of it. Um, I'll, I'll look over at Galford and say, while I agree with you that obviously the revelations that we found through reading these journal entries are very important, I would also find that while this is a big deal, we are also now officially in charge of a house. Um, and and at some point we will have to address this. And while comparatively towards the uh, the idea of these revelations being a huge deal, we also have to realize that small things are going to start being a big deal for us too. Now that we're managing a house, so and how's it going to look to the other houses if we can't handle, you know, our own supply chain? If, However, if the other houses don't know that 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 particular shipment belonged to Darkspain. They don't know yet. They don't, they don't know, know yet. Ah, but I'm true. also looking at the fact that if we're making this a permanent residence and we're eventually going to get people to come live here, we're going to get recruits, we're going to start building up this house as a prominent house at Brightport, we're going to have to start taking care of these little things too. So I'll look over at David and I, I'll say... You had mentioned earlier about the idea uh, when I mentioned to you that we we need more people around the house. Do you have, is there contacts you might have of uh, maybe a group of individuals that might be able to come protect the house or maybe we could meet with and possibly talk to them about handling some of our smaller business until we're able to officially handle the smaller business? I have my people looking into it right now. Um, again, by tomorrow, I can, I can start funneling people in and training them. Um, I'm still not entirely sure what you're looking for. Um, just able-bodied men and women, or um, is there a specific race, or 
I'll I'll kind of uh, bite my lip a little bit and go. Uh, there's I'm I'm a mole ruin priest, um, and I know it might be a little outside of the realm, but if you would be able to find some people like me, I know they would listen to me, but I know that they would definitely be able to handle the tasks that we give them. It, it's definitely a hard task. Um, and obviously it's you... not that it's hard, it just takes money. I know of a slave ring inside of Dern Hollow, but that's going to take time to transport them. David, what's, what's... our financial situation like? Yeah, that would be something to ask, too. <laughs> well, um, it took some doing to bribe the guards. Um, what you did did rouse quite a bit of suspicion. Um... I could go over all of your finances. We're we're not short on cash, if that's what you mean. Yes, I I, I do agree with Rikus's suggestion that bringing in bringing in or purchasing slaves may help with the manpower disadvantage. I uh, I mean at least to give us some time to potentially investigate the loss of this shipment, or at least to prop us up until we can have a meeting with the uh, the other houses. It's going to be so difficult to keep the uh, new management secret from the rest of Brightport for very much longer. You know, if we let it leak that we're letting the dragon roam around the bottom of of the house, that could buy you a lot of time. How so? Well, it did a good job of keeping out any unwanted ne'er-do-wells for quite some time. It's after we chained it up that we had more interest if we let it leak that we have let it loose again, then, again, it, it could buy you some time. Uh, it should only take me a week, maybe less, to get to funnel in slaves from Dernhall. Does anyone have any objections? It seems brilliant. I mean, I can speak, speak from personal experience that fear of a dragon is a pretty good deterrent. Yeah, I can imagine that, you know... We're not really going to want to mess with us if we know that we've let the, you know, um, you know, such a powerful creature off her leash. Um, yeah. Might I make a suggestion? Mm. If my understanding is that you're looking to change the entire structure of this house. That's correct. Perhaps a name change is in order. That's a good suggestion. If you're sending a message to the city that you're a new house, founded on a new structure and new beliefs, then you might want to scrap the old name. You can take some time and think about this. It's just a suggestion. I could suggest a name for, you know, our new friend downstairs. I know Um, of some... uh, gnome words that have a catchy ring to them, but uh, let's hear what the elf has to say. Um, how do you feel about renaming it um, House Dragon Keep? Anyone? I like it. When are we going to let the city know about a name change? <sighs> well, if you planned on telling the other houses that they're Max dead, I would start with them. I think hmm. when we have our meeting... Um, between our three houses, I think that would be a good time. Excellent. If we're able to succeed a little bit of, uh, I mean, a little bit of leverage with the other houses where they're at least willing to listen to the, 
I don't know, the nature of the transition and these revelations about Carter and Thermac, that that might be a good time to, they may be more open to a name change and a philosophy change, uh, as opposed to just wanting to squash us as some type of, you know, interim placeholders. Uh, I like House Dragon Keep, I mean, House Dragon Murder, House Dragon Rend. I, I think House Dragon Keep is a very good name. David's just kind of looking. I think that sends the wrong message. <laughs> <laughs> when Rikus had his guts hanging out at the hands of the dragon, it seemed appropriate. But yeah, that's uh, maybe harder to swallow. We got to make sure that we do well calculated and smooth transitions. Otherwise, we are going to get <laughs> screwed over, more or less, by the other houses if they smell blood. I think we're we're wise to put ourselves in a position where we come across as um, powerful and peaceful. I I want the other houses to look at this transition and this new management as an advantage to all of us. Exactly. We have a strong negotiation point, too. Exactly. Looking at all the things that have happened to us and the revelations about Thermac and... From what we've heard, no one really had any... There will be no love loss for Thermac's death. If anything, you know, negotiating this new world and continuing the stream of money without a lot of rocking the uh, economic situation, we may be able to accomplish a lot of things. Again, I can't even believe that we're in this position. Uh, Um, I, I can't even believe that we're alive sometimes. So this is fantastic. Getting back to um, the issue of our um, incoming shipment being sabotaged, um, I don't think it's unreasonable that we take a little bit of time to investigate this. White Hedge isn't that far away. I I just feel like I don't want us to end up leaving the house and coming back and having to deal with the almost worse situation than when we got here. Well, hopefully the, um, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of the weapon of mass dest- destruction we would have roaming around in the basement and the knowledge that it's once again free and security has increased would help to uh, deter any moves against the house. Uh, David, can we assure that, I mean, our new and very brief leadership will remain intact if we venture off the property? I assure you I'll do everything in my power to make sure things are as secure as possible in your in your absence. I will send word right away and have some of the staff pick up some slaves from Durn Hollow and uh, time willing, we can have someone guarding the upstairs. In the meantime, I can hire some local bar patrons if you like, someone who's hard up for some cash. Hmm. Can I roll insight on his whole statement sure okay uh 25 uh he he seems like he wants to he seems like he wants to help okay cool um when he kind of keep when he keeps saying slaves from Dern hollow Rikis is gonna kind of he's gonna kind of grit his teeth a little bit and kind of look away a little bit almost uh, i don't know a mixture of embarrassed and kind of ashamed um, he's, he's, so the guy's incredibly attentive, uh, attentive, and he's going to, he's going to pick up on that. If there's another direction you'd like me to go, please, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm here to help. No, no, no. The, the, the slaves, I think, will be fine for now. That's an excellent start. And I'll kind of look over at Rikus, like, 
you know, moving my hand forward, like, you know, later, later. Rikus <laughs> um, will take a deep sigh and then just uh, say, um, I support the decision, obviously, because I brought it up. But if we can do one favor and not mention them as slaves, uh, that would be something I would really appreciate. I mean, uh, and he just. Oh, we can afford to pay them. No, no, it's. Let me explain. Well, slaves are like you pay for them. We can buy them. If you're talking about setting them I'm, free, I'm and giving talking them about the term slaves. Like, I'm, right. I'm talking about taking them out of the position where they are no longer slaves, where we can buy them out of slavery, liberate them, and offer them hired positions here. That's an entirely new concept that would be very hard for the, I think, the city of Brightport to handle right now and the surrounding areas that the new owners of House Darkspain are changing the name and freeing slaves. Uh, maybe we should take this one step at a time and purchase these slaves treat them with the utmost dignity and respect, uh, welcome their assistance with the intention of um, uh, liberating them later. Rikus will look over at Galford as he finishes his, his sentence and say, I promised myself uh, that we would be doing change here. And unless you plan on killing me right now, we're going to make sure these people that we hire are free. Ah, uh, Rikus. I know you want to be the savior, but there's a way that the world works, and we can change things. We certainly have the ammunition to, and Galford's going to kind of slap his hand down on one of the big books. But if we do too much at once, we're inviting disaster. So why don't we take the advice of David and let him start putting things into place, and we can decide if some of us or all of us are going to deal with the problem in Whitehedge, and let's prepare for our meeting with the other houses. And you're saying all this out loud. Yeah. Right? Um, Phallus is going to chime in. I can go investigate Whitehedge. I was going there anyway. Uh, great. That's an excellent idea. Vallis can go. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of things to do here, and, and Vallis is... Uh, she's familiar with the area. I think Vallis should go. Okay. That's fine. Um, can we put this away for the night? I'm I'm, I'm exhausted of, of all of this reading about Thermac. Um, so you, you just want to find a room and plunk down and go to bed? I want to... Well, is is anyone interested in having a discussion with our new friend Dagon here? Um, I, mean, I think if we, all, if we all got some sleep, we might be able to better discuss things with him. I mean, we're all... We, you know, we've all been through a lot today. Our Ladrin friend seems pretty focused on consuming information from these books. Why don't we uh, retire for the evening and leave him to his research? Is that fair, Dagon? Dagon's just going to exit the room and head for the library. And we have our answer. Okay. I I don't mean to cape swish walk away, but just after the discussion of... uh, the people that we're going to go get from Dern Hollow. Rikus is also going to kind of find a private area to uh, sit down and just relax. I call top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> so there's tons of bedrooms up here. There's, there's, I mean, there's an initiate's quarters, but um, some of the higher up, some of the people who had rungs below um, uh, Thermac, 
their mech obviously had the master bedroom, this big, plush, like I imagine lots of purple and red and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, there are other, like, decently sized rooms. Uh, and then there are, <laughs> there's, there's like, like a room with, like, triple bunk beds and stuff. Like, really, like... They crammed him in here. Like they had a lot of people in here at one point. I picture so there are there are enough rooms for all of you to pretty much split up and have one for your for yourselves. Okay. <clears throat> I picture Theramac having a waterbed filled with blood. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I would like a like a king size bed because I'm a gnome and that would feel so awesome. <laughs> it's just an ocean. I'd just be lying on my back, like staring at my toes, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the bed, Opulence. still like four feet away. <laughs> um, one of the bits, so you guys are all kind of filing, like, <clears throat> uh, it, it's, it's kind of like a camping trip at a cabin or something. You're all just kind of like looking around and like, oh, I call this room. Um, um... <laughs> Valis is following Baranith. Like, it doesn't look well, like he has any plans to not sleep in the same room that she is sleeping in. Um, stop giggling at me. Brubanit's <laughs> <laughs> got a boyfriend. Uh, Demon sh- fever. Shut up. <laughs> Rikus will, as a minor action, put in earplugs. <laughs> you guys are making me blush in front of him. Stop it. Um... <laughs> Um, I'm going to find, um, a, a, a room that's, um, not going to, like, the least creepy room, the least creepy bedroom is the one that I'm going to go in. Okay, that would be the one with the severed ram's head in the, uh... (laughs) (laughs) And... And the chastity belt made entirely of barbed wire. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Everlast. Alice <laughs> is like, that won't stop me. Uh, um, yeah, he's... It, <laughs> is this something that the party's noticing where it's... It, like, you would figure at some point is, is that... Like, he would break off and go find his own place. Because all of these are, like, single... Not single beds, but, like, it's a single bed in the room. Like, these are... Like, this isn't like there's two doubles or something like that. Unless you guys are sleeping in one of the initiates' rooms where it's just bunk beds all over the place and stuff. Rikis is by himself. Right. Yeah, Galver, like you guys, Galver doesn't care. Okay. He wants his own room. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess this goes largely unnoticed that... that Phallus is just going to... His large frame is just kind of lumbering behind her in, in the hallway, and he has no plans of, of splitting off from her, like, going to follow her into the room and not thinking anything of it. Like, it's not... It's like, well, this is happening. So it's not... It's not something where... I can see Rob, like, just reaching for the Kleenex and the Vaseline right now. <laughs> yes! He's just like that I would. Mean, ha- that would mean Rob mind. would have to listen to group two. Come on. <laughs> Fly zip, listen. walk away. Oh, Rob, sweetie, I'm. So I hope he hears sorry. this. I love Rob. <laughs> He's not gonna listen to this. I know. Tyler will. Tyler, when you hear this, I hope you. Tyler will. Buddy. Tyler will. The guy who gets made of made fun of for not participating will listen. To this. Yes. 
Tyler doesn't get enough credit around here. We gotta he stop giving really. him shit, you know? I like Tyler's listening to this at work, and I appreciate you, Tyler. Um Is Baranith going to react in any way that would be like it, this is off putting or like hey, you're still here, that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, this is kind of weird, but I um, did not have any intention of spending the night alone tonight. Hey, Brad, uh, want to share a room? <laughs> um, oh, that's hot. I'm <laughs> not what I intended. <laughs> Fan fiction. Some of that elf drow action. Oh, oh! Just trying to save her from the big demon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's also what he calls it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the big hammer and the demon coming to theaters near you. It's been a pretty serious talky episode. we got to get all of our shit jokes out like all at once in the end. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Braneth. Wrap this up. Um, I. she said. I am going to find a room with a very large, comfortable bed. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn around and kind of look awkwardly at Valis and say, um, please don't take this the wrong way, and I don't want to give you the wrong idea. Um, I would feel safer if I weren't sleeping alone tonight. Uh, he kind of holds his hand up. Say no more. I planned on sleeping in here anyway. I'll take the corner. It's fine. No, no, I don't want you to feel like you have to sleep on the floor like we can trust each other right of course I wouldn't and he's he's kind of fumbling awkwardly which is not something Valis does often he's very direct and blunt and this is like oh, almost boy. a humana humana <laughs> like just kind of like <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna reach and just kind of take his hand and kind of just smile and say it's okay it's fine I know it's your um, first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gentle. I, sh- um, I shall encase my genitals in the bear trap. <laughs> um, <laughs> I- <laughs> Ruining this beautiful moment, Eric. Just- There's a demon sleeping with my wife. <laughs> I can't separate the two. Um, uh, Valis, I feel like we've kind of dragged you into this whole big mess. I don't want you to feel like you have to stay if you don't want to. I want to stay. It's, I'm incredibly distracted. What's distracting you right now? Oh, gosh. (sighs) Yeah, you got your own shit to do, and we've dragged you into this whole house and all this political crap and all this fighting. Are you remember what happened in Onakal? Specifically with Katie and Sylvia. You know how sorry I am about that. You know that I never wanted to do that. And he just kind of holds his hand up, like just it's it's fine. Before your group arrived. They were constantly assaulted by the guards. I ended up breaking one of their arms when I felt that they couldn't defend themselves. From that day forth, 
I told them that I would protect them until they got out of the city. I couldn't do that. Oh, shit. Their mother lives in Whitehedge, and the least that I can do is to inform her that they will never be coming home. I've never had someone's death affect me like that before. It's all I can think about. Oh, God. There's something I've been meaning to ask you for a really long time. Yes? Why, why did you not just kill me when you had the chance? To be honest, you remind me of someone. I need to tell you something. You know it was us, right? We killed... And he just, he, I'm sorry, he just kind of narrowed his eyes at you. It was, it was us. We were in the arena with them. We, we killed Katie and Syl. You weren't given much of a choice. Neither were they. Well, it doesn't change how my heart is breaking for them and their mother right now. I'm going to have to speak to the gnome at some point. I know he has one of their daggers. Uh, He does, yeah. I was planning on giving that to their mother, if she's still alive. Okay. I I think he would do that for you. Despite his attitude towards yourself, and I'm sorry for that, he's he's not the monster that he appears to be most of the time. To be honest, if you weren't standing there in the same room, I probably would have cracked his skull open once or twice already. (sighs) I'm... (sighs) For now, (laughs) I am thankful that you have not. We should get some sleep. Yeah. In the morning, I'll head out and I'll, I'll see what happened in Whitehedge. Okay. Um, thank you for everything. Um, none of us would be alive if it weren't for you. Well, I wouldn't be alive if not for you, so we're even. Okay. We're even. Oh, I'm so tired. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before we wrap Everybody up? Everybody want to unmute now? <laughs> Sorry, it was killing me. <laughs> I was laughing until it got serious, and now I want to cry. 